welcome to Her Unrealistic Ways. Hi, I'm Molly Hamill, a former corporate executive turned spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to help women create unrealistic results in unrealistic ways, to rely on energy, intuition, and manifesting as much as action, thinking, and doing it all themselves. In this podcast, you'll hear me share insights from my own journey, as well as conversations with inspiring women who are creating their own realities. Let's get started. Alex, I'm so excited that you're... (laughs) Me too. This has been a long time coming. Oh my God, I know. I've mentioned to everyone on this podcast before that in terms of intuitives and things like that, like I only really have someone on or recommend if they really knock my socks off. And Alex has been doing my um, graphics and branding for since I did my redo a couple of years ago. And recently I wanted, I reached out and I'm like, I want to add the color violet, a violet-ish color into my brand. And so we kicked on this, off this conversation and she goes, do you mind if we start this project by doing astro branding? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, yes. I don't even know what that means, but fuck, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, of course, had to share it here. So I just want to like dive right in because I have so much to say, but more importantly, I want you to speak to it. What is astro branding? I talk to people a lot about energy branding and there's some similarities, but I'm so excited for you to introduce what this is so people know about it. Let me backtrack from astro branding specifically for a second. Astrology is always something that I've been interested in, but actually for a long time, I didn't know my birth time. So it was one of those things that I had an interest in, but I was like, I can't really like apply this because I can't see how it reflects in my own chart because I don't know it. Eventually, I got so fed up that I figured it out. I figured out how to get my birth certificate and I got the information I needed to actually learn my chart. But that was like two years ago. And I felt a little bit of imposter syndrome in the sense of, well, I am just very new to this practice. How can I incorporate this? Because I was being like divinely guided to bring this in. It just kept coming up. I kept bringing astrologers into like working with me and I kept learning about astrology in different ways. And I was like, okay, so there's something here. I just don't exactly know how it connects. And what I realized through the beginning of my study is that there is a really clear way to use your chart to discuss the visuals that you bring into your life or and the way that you incorporate them into the fabric of your business. Mm-hmm. And I think the practice that I use directly speaks to a personal brands, which I feel like that's a trend in the world where everyone is leaning more towards personal brands. Like you, the business owner, needs to be like a core part of the brand as opposed to like a more corporate way of looking at a business where it's just like an entity. And so that's what the practice is, melding strategy and visuals using your chart. And I've started to get really good at deciphering those things when I look at people's uh. charts. Yeah, like you blew me away. And I always say like, if I'm dealing with like an intuitive or something like that, they've got to give me something unique that I haven't heard before, which is rare. Like when you've been Mm -hmm. with different people or whatever, and either the approach is different or, and you tapped into some things that have always been a mystery to me that no one else has ever explained to me. And I love though what you're saying. I just want to back up for one second for everyone who's listening. Like you had this moment of imposter syndrome. And when you said that, what was coming up for me is like, we feel the pressure, like we have to know everything 
in order to access it. And you were like, no, actually, these things that I do know and I intuitively understand and I've been conscientious and researched and done my work on, it's safe for me to show up for my clients in this way. Yeah, exactly. I I think getting really specific on what I was going to learn and bring to the table through my business was a really good way of approaching it. So it's not like, okay, like there's this whole universe of like astrology and it's all the things that you can learn in accordance with astrology. I don't have to know absolutely everything about everything. And I can just focus in on the stuff that really interests me. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's how I operate with human design too, because there's like key things that I need to know with the work that I do and Mm -hmm. everything else is outside of the context of the conversations that I have. I think that also goes into relation with how I view just like all practitioners as a whole, like there's space for all of us. So maybe you're coming to me for astro branding, but you're going to someone else for like a general reading about love or something. And that's totally fine. We all have our different specialties. Well, what's so funny, I'll share one thing. This isn't even what floored me about what Alex said, but this was just like a moment of synchronicity. Mm -hmm. Because I had just done a values exercise and when you have like your own brand, your own business, it's like something you do pretty regularly, like maybe once a year or something, you're just like tuning in and doing a little Mm -hmm. refresh. And the values that I came up with ended up being words that you literally said at the end of this. I forget how you phrased it, but I want to just read these out because it's so funny. And then I will have you explain a little bit more, but I think you said they're like, they're brand strategy keywords. And this was based on the astro branding that you did. Mm -hmm. So one of my values is beauty. And you said beautiful. No, Alex didn't know any of this, by the way. Another one. No, I was going in blind. Yeah. I didn't share this with anyone yet. So the next one was grace. And every time I say grace, it's like, there's an elegance to things. Mm -hmm. And you said elegance. The next thing is an empath and sensitivo. So like warmth is really important to me. And you said nurturing, which is like the same vibration, like warmth, yeah. nurturing. And what's so funny is those journeys that I do with my spiritual mentor, Krissa, I've never thought of myself as motherly, but I've had so many people come up like over the last couple of years and being like, oh, you have such a nurturing mother energy. I'm like, oh, what? I'm a child inside. What do you mean? But anyway, it was like, oh, funny that, that does come that. up in your chart, though. I know simplicity was one of mine and you said harmonious. And to me, that's like, to everyone else that might not sound the same, but to me, it's like such a similar energy, like that harmony. It's just like, like a zero point, like simplicity and harmony. It's like a zero point of like, Mm, take a deep breath. mm -hmm. So those energies felt very similar to me. And then I, another value that I said was inspiration. And when I say that in spirit and you wrote spiritual, so mm-hmm. you you basically came up with the using your process. It was like the same words of like who I aspire to be, who I look up to, what I admire in people. Not to say that I'm embodied in all of it, but like those are my things that I'm attracted to, drawn to, want to give in this world. And you freaking nailed that. Yeah. And that's all based on the positions in your chart. So talk to me a little bit about that. Let's get into some detail here. The way that I do my readings is I break them up into two different categories. The first part is very focused on the visuals. And I look at two specific points in the chart to talk about your visuals. Those points are the midheaven 
and the ascendant. So your rising sign. And for you, your rising sign is in Gemini. And then your midheaven is in Aquarius. But actually, your midheaven is really interesting because you, your midheaven is actually in the ninth house. So it brings in flavors that are very interesting. It's more nuanced, let's say. So it's actually really funny because when I looked at this information and saw that your ascendant was in Gemini, I was like, well, no wonder we have so many like fiery, bright sun colors in your brand, because that is the color that is associated with Gemini is the color yellow. And that actually makes a lot of sense for you too, because Gemini is known as the sign of like communication. And just given how you operate in your business, you are like communicating with other people and sharing information with them. So that's actually what I get into in like the strategy part of things, just like making sure you're on the right track with your business, how you're operating in your business and like how you can market yourself in your business and things like that. That stuff was really helpful too. That's part of what you tapped into that other people have never done before. So that was very interesting. Yeah, because I felt like when I was first developing this practice, like, yes, for me, like the visuals is the funnest part of it. Like, oh, let's pick some colors based on your chart. Like, this is so cool. That's like, the really exciting part. But I think, and most people that have done this uh, type of reading with, with me have said that the strategy part is the most resonant part of the reading because that's where all the nuance comes in. All of it was very resonant for me, but <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so the way that I have been reading, I have a mentor. Her name is uh, Mackenzie McCormick from Astro Choreo. And uh, she really encouraged me to learn Hellenistic astrology as a starting point in my astrology practice. And I took that to heart. I I think starting with the foundations is a great place to to just begin. And then over the course of time, as I continue to learn, things will refine and change. So I read your chart using the Hellenistic perspective, which focuses on the first seven planets in the solar system. So all the way up through Saturn. And then I use whole sign houses to read it. So with the whole sign house system, that's why I was mentioning that your midheaven is in the ninth house, because it really lands in the ninth house in Aquarius. But generally, especially if you read with other house systems, your midheaven will usually land in the 10th house. This was actually perfect. It perfectly aligned with you wanting to bring Violet into the brand because once I saw that midheaven placement, it all started to make sense because your 10th house is in uh, Pisces and Pisces is a sign associated with Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet that rules it and Jupiter is commonly associated with the color purple, which when I saw that, I was like, no wonder you're feeling the call to bring that in. Jupiter is also a planet of like abundance. It does have like connotations with spirituality and just like luck. And so you had mentioned to me that when you wear purple, people are very like magnetized to you. And that just makes so much sense based on your Jupiter. Yeah. Part of it was Carissa, my spiritual mentor, is like, you have, your primary aura is like, violet colored and I did say that because anytime I wear like a violet purple I get so many comments and I'm like that's okay whatever and I was like maybe there's like a thing to this 
Yeah, I think that Jupiter association with Pisces definitely exacerbates that. Plus, like purple is traditionally known as the color of spirituality. It's like a very mysterious color that just like has a lot of deep historical meaning and it just makes a lot of sense. This point in your chart really made it clear to me that bringing the purple in was a good idea. Like if we had looked at your chart and I don't know, your midheaven was in like Scorpio or something, that would have been a completely different sign rulership. It would have been Mars which is associated with the color red, then I would have come back to you and been like, I don't really know if that makes sense. Like, we need to explore this further and think about uh, different options. But you were already tapping in to what works best with like your star alignment. Okay, perfect. Ding, ding. Go into it. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about how the colors communicate. Like I get all colors have like a certain energy, right? And so I always taught it's like energy branding. It's like there's so much communication that's going on outside of like the words we use and you're using it in terms of color. So what do you see when like when you're looking through other people's stuff or like scrolling on Instagram, like do you get like little like, oh, when you see someone and their colors like a total mismatch, do you feel like this creates ease in someone's brand? Like, what is the benefit for people of having colors that are aligned with their, I was like, their their astrological setup here? Yeah, I, I think a good way to talk about this is to like back up from the astrology for a second. The way we interact with colors, uh, just like as a normal human being, they are subconsciously processed in our brain before any other information. I majored in biology in college and I have a minor in cognitive science. So this is one of those things that I remember from that time. But literally when light comes into our eyes, it gets processed like so much faster in the brain than any other type of information. So we will have subconscious thoughts about colors when we look at an Instagram post before you're even conscious of what you're actually looking at. For your brand, when you see the pinks and the golds and everything, that'll make someone feel a certain type of way before they've even read the content. I I do think having your colors align with who you are, especially if you're a personal brand, is just another tool in your toolbox to get people to resonate with you and understand who you are. And if they're your people, then they will connect with you and It can be seen as manipulative, but I think just going in with the right intention of like, I'm using this as a way to get the right people to me, then it's totally fine. I just see it as an extension of communication. There's not like exactly behind it. It's like creating alignment and communication, which is just the visual side of it. Yes, yes, exactly. That's a perfect way of putting it. You're just creating an energy flow with like who you really are. And I I don't think I've ever even shared this, but one of the best things I ever learned was my, I got a marketing degree from Providence College, marketing management. And then after that, I, my first job was at a marketing firm and I ended up working underneath the creative director and she was like a color master. And so Mm -hmm. I learned about colors, which I really had like no idea, but you don't really know that you don't know. Very novice, but I started to understand like tones and different things. And then you begin to see how out of touch people actually are with color because 
I looked at like how I used to be with it. You know what I mean? Like how I would like style something or choices that I would pick. And I swear to God, that was one of the most invaluable things that she taught me, even though, again, I'm just barely scratching the surface of understanding it all, because then you can apply it to every area of your life. And of course, branding, your personal brand is one of those areas. But a lot of people, I don't think, are in touch with that. Do you find that when you're working with people or? I think often when people are first reaching out to me and they don't have a brand, the colors can be a point of contention for them because they're like, well, like there's the whole rainbow to choose from and there's so many colors and I just don't know what's going to make the most sense for the brand that I'm creating. In the last year since I've developed this practice, I like doing this first so I could, because not only does this astro branding give me an opportunity to learn about what colors will work best for the person, but it also tells me a lot about the person without me having to like intuitively pick up on that. I will mention that I've done a few of these readings after the fact. So I've worked with someone just like you, actually. Yeah. Like I've worked with them in the past and then we did the reading afterwards. And it's really interesting to see how I intuitively picked up on uh, the things in their chart without actually reading the chart. So you were meant to be doing this. (laughs) Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. But I do think having that information available and starting to create those connections of like, oh, yellow means positivity. Like when people look at the color yellow, that's generally what they see. It's a happy color. That is a color that like people usually have positive associations with. That is going to serve my brand better than I feel like a lot of people want to use black in their brand, but that's actually like a very polarizing color when you use it in branding specifically. And also once you look at your chart and stuff, it could become clear well, you want to bring this in because of this, but it doesn't necessarily make sense because of that, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I like that. Plus, I feel like when you're building out a personal brand, there's so many choices to make and colors is one of them. And it's like, you can go back and forth like, oh, am I, is this the right thing we can get? Especially like I'm a Libra in decision, right? I've been pretty clear on what colors work (laughs) for me, but I'm imagining other Libras like this, that, eh." there could be like a lot of back and forth with it. Yeah, I'm a Libra moon, so it makes perfect sense that my brand (laughs) is rainbow, so I never have to decide. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so that's like the color side of it, of the Mm -hmm. after branding. So what about the other stuff that we talked about? So like the themes and the communication and the values and all that? What do you... Yeah, so I have called this just like brand strategy because a lot of what I pull on top of the the visual stuff ends up being something that I would put in a brand strategy document. And what I found is that for each person that I've read, I've ended up looking at different things. It really depends on the flavor of your chart. Everyone's chart is unique and different in, in different ways. Right. <laughs> so your chart specifically, you have a Libra stellium. So that is something that I definitely wanted to talk about. Not everyone has a stellium in their chart. And for those of you that don't know, a stellium is when you have three or more planets really close together in your chart. So yours, I believe, is in the fifth house. And that just brings a lot of concentrated Libra energy into your fifth house. So that was definitely something that plays a huge effect on your chart as a whole that we needed to talk about. Uh, But again, for other people, 
they're not going to have stelliums. So we would focus on something different. I do generally almost always look at sun signs because that's like who you are. And then north nodes because your north node is like your purpose in life. So I feel like making sure that you're aligned with your purpose in your business, that's probably a safe bet to look at with everyone. And then, like I said, everything else is a little bit more tailored to each person. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you said something interesting to me and I'm going to butcher how you said it, but basically there's this part of me where back in the day in my business, I used to post every day. And then the last few years, I really haven't because it just hasn't been on the priority list. But on social media, I'm talking about. And I'm about to get back into it because some circumstances have changed. So I'm going to have more time and energy to do that. But I've never, I've had coaches and people frustrated like, well, you're a generator and you have a pretty face and you're an extrovert. Like you should be doing lives all the time. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Can I do them? Yes. Do I sometimes enjoy that? Enjoy doing them? Yes. But I've never like felt that energy of how it's brought to me. You know what I mean? Like, and I've Mm -hmm. had people say like, oh, you have a beautiful house. She'd be like taking pictures and like doing things and like showing that off a little bit. And I'm like, eh, vomit. That's for me to enjoy. It's like my nurturing, like sacred place. It's not something for me to like do pictures of. And I forget exactly how you set up, but you were like, the sun, the Libra and sun, it's like I might feel a little conflict with like how I'm sharing things in my life. And I was like, oh my God, like just the way you said it, I'm rambling now, like hit the freaking nail on the head of how I've always felt about it. And I do enjoy writing. So you, in these sessions, <laughs> you do tap into like, what are some ways that might be most effective for you in terms of communication and communication strategy and the way that you said it to me, which I just totally butchered, was so on point. So talk to me about that. So I think this goes back to me practicing Hellenistic astrology. So the the thing about Hellenistic astrology is this is a practice that was developed in like ancient Greek times or even like before that, the Egyptians practiced astrology too and things like that. And I am focusing on that lineage as opposed to the modern astrology that is more us, like psychologically focused. It's very like tied to Freudian psychology. And there isn't like a lot of proof of the shifts that took place to get us to modern astrology. So that's why I'm starting at the beginning and moving into that place. So something that they talk about a lot in Hellenistic astrology is like the difference between a day and a night chart. You have a night chart. And so that just means that you're naturally just like a little more reserved. You're naturally just like a little more private. And your son is in the fifth house, the house of creativity. And it is in a spot in your chart that it's a little bit more debilitated because the sun doesn't like being in Libra. It's like in a position where it can't be its truest expression of itself. The sun, if you think of a Leo is ruled by the sun, they love being out there. They love being the person on camera, showing all the things, being on stories, sharing the TikToks, like all of the things that that's what I would associate with like Leo energy. But in Libra, you're much more like weighing the balance. Yeah. You're thinking about things a lot more than just doing. And so your son is not necessarily as happy in that position. That doesn't mean it can't 
thrive. You have that stellium really supporting you in thriving. It just means that you're going to have to use that energy in a little bit of a different way, which is why for me, it made perfect sense for you to do more like written content, more just like thought out stuff, less you being front and center, because with your placement in your chart, you don't really naturally lean towards that. Yeah. When you were saying that, I just had energy moving in my solar plexus again, which was really cool. But again, like this isn't about me, but Alex is just sharing examples. But I love when people learn little tidbits about themselves because there can be this energy like when you're recovering perfectionist or when we get hung up on like comparing ourselves to others. There can be like an energy of like, why can't you just do this or be this way or why can't it feel easier or whatever? And it's like there can be an energy of forcing, which no bueno. And so and I think I was picking up on that because if yeah, because you don't want to force something that doesn't make sense for you. No, my friends, they'll be like, they compliment my sacral authority for saying no until it feels right. Because like, I'm not a stubborn person, but I will like, I will not move forward if it does not feel right on some level. And that Mm -hmm. can really annoy people. Anyway, that's their thing. (laughs) So I feel like when you get these little insights, this is why I like human design too, is like when you get these little insights, it drops the negotiation that can go in on your in your head of like, what's wrong with me? Or why can't I? Or how come she can? And like, we all have those Mm -hmm. moments, like when we're tired, or we just had a shit day, or like some things happen, and we feel like we just took some hits. Like, There can be that comparison thing, especially when you do have a personal brand. And I'm someone that's always like, I'm I'm naive, dumb. I don't know. I'm like, they can do it. I can do it. Like, I just have an energy of like, I don't get triggered around comparisons. But over time, when there's like a pattern of something just like not feeling right or not feeling good, and then there's, there's some astrological evidence behind it, I feel like it allows us to just not have that conversation anymore. And yeah, we're into like, how do I work with how I'm designed instead of how do I change my design? Does that make sense? Exactly. Yes, definitely. And I do think it does help with that voice in our head that compares us to other people because, and I didn't know this going into this practice, but it has something that has become more obvious the more readings that I've done is the more you're able to tailor your business to yourself and who you really are, the less you compare yourself to other people, because ultimately the goal is to be the most authentic, the most embodied, the most vibrant version of yourself. And that will, as I said before, bring the right people to you. It's not about getting everyone and anyone to you. It's about getting your people to you. And by being your most authentic version of yourself, through tools like this can that can help you learn how to be that version of yourself more regularly or like do that to a better level, then you don't need to compare yourself to someone else because you already know like I'm doing my thing in my lane and that person's doing their thing in their lane and that works for them. And we're all just doing it in a different way that's unique to us. I love that so much because it's like we each have a unique essence. And what I feel like you're doing through the astro branding and the branding work that you do is like you're helping people tap into that. And sometimes that can be confusing for people. And when you layer something in like the astro branding, there's some like some science behind it. There's yeah, some there's some evidence it that confirms what maybe someone was feeling or like I almost fell the fuck over when I read the values thing because I was like, or I called them values. I forget exactly what you called them. I was like, it's the same damn words. 
So like to have that experience is so confirming because when you are a solopreneur or solopreneur or small business owner, there's like 7 million decisions you can make, especially when you're establishing your brand. And mm. when you hit these little pockets of synchronicity or signs or alignment, it's like, oh, take a deep breath. I don't need to think about that anymore because this is like soul alignment. This is star alignment. This is essence alignment. It's all right there. Yeah. And I love what you said about like, there really is like 7 million different decisions you can make in a day as a business owner. And especially when you're starting out and things aren't super clear, it'd be so easy to listen to Jane on Facebook and then Andy on Instagram and then this random person that you scrolled to on TikTok and they're all giving you pieces of advice that are different and contradictory to each other or some might be resonant, but you're not exactly sure, but you feel like you have to do all of them. And this, again, just helps like clear that noise because you know at the end of a reading like this that it is all tied to you. It's not just tied to like arbitrary advice that's supposed to appeal to like all kinds of people. It is advice and information that is tailored to exactly who you are. I love that so much. And what you were just saying, because a lot of the entrepreneurs and business owners that I work with are what I call, quote, energy sensitive. And they're really empaths. Mm -hmm. They don't know they are. They don't need to know. They don't care, maybe even. But they're very energy sensitive, like I say. And so a lot of other people's trainings really leave them feeling less than on some level because their nervous systems are built so differently than someone who's like, here's the eight steps. You follow them. You'll make $1 million this year. Like, oh my God, their nervous systems are so fucking different that they're like every aspect of them is like blown out and frozen because they so deeply don't resonate with what was just given. But this guy's like the, the gold star of the pack and he figured out how to do it. And so I need to try to do it that way. And like, then people get even further away from the truth of who they are in their brand and who they are in in their person. And what you're doing in this is like helping people come back into that. Yeah. And ultimately, let's be real. The goal is for us all to thrive and have abundance and make a living doing the things that we do. And having this type of alignment helps you do that better without being uh, shot in your nervous system, without feeling like you're not worthy enough to be, to have that abundance because we all inherently are. Yeah. Yep. Totally. And I will say that when I, the first time I worked with Alex, I was like, oh my God, this woman wants so much information from me. And I truly found it to be annoying. I'm going to be just be straight up with you. Now I love your process because I understand it. I was like, fuck, so many things to fill out here, but it's because you wanted like a deep understanding of who I am and what I do. But because you did that, then it was like, holy shit, like, how did you come up with this? And so I'm, I guess this is maybe sounding like a little plug here, but it's such a different experience working with you than other graphic people that I've worked with, because I do feel like you intuitively did this before, and now you're doing it through the astro branding, which helps people understand themselves more too, which is like the bonus, but of like really tapping into someone's essence and then creating graphics that are so different and so unique to the person. Like if you go to a lot of branding websites, you're going to notice like some of the things are like looking the same as you go through like the client examples. There's some similarities. And I feel like yours, when you go look at your portfolio, it's like they're each client's 
brand is so unique because you're literally tapping into the core of who they are and creating from that space, which is so different. Yeah. You're not the only one that doesn't like all the whole work I I make my clients do at the beginning. I have a very long questionnaire that I uh, have people fill out at the beginning of my process. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Uh, For me, so to give you a little info about my chart, I have a sixth house stellium in Capricorn, which means I love efficiency. I love information. Like the more info, the better. Hence why my questionnaires are so long. But I think having more information for me is uh, better than having less information. It really helps me tap into my client's energy. And that has become more clear the longer I've worked with clients. Yes, like part of it is just like receiving the information from you and then like distilling that information back to you. But I do really think that when I'm in that process of reading your answers or looking at your chart, I really do start to like tune in with your energy and connect to it. So for any of my clients, there is like a little intuitive thing that's going on that's hard to describe because I really am connecting to their energy to bring out what's best for them. And then I'll wait for visions or signs or whatever ends up coming through to really put it together in their brand. I think ultimately, and I'm just figuring out actually in the last couple of weeks, the language for this. I think what you were just speaking to is a lot of designers try to put their clients in their box, like their style, their way of doing things. And I think I really do the opposite. It's more about like me fitting your box. It's not the other way around. And so I really try to alchemize that all into a design language that really is authentic to the client. And it's so fun to get to do that. I know it is fun. I I like talking to you. I'm like, oh, in my next lifetime, I want to come back and do this. Yeah, even I'm working on stuff for you right now. And even just going through and plugging in all the things, it it really is a lot of fun for me. I'm like, I can't believe I get paid to do this. I think that all the time. It's very special. It's so fun. And I always think of you because my one of my all time favorite children's book. I don't know if you remember this part was what broke things open for you in terms of understanding what I was like going wanting. There's this children's book, Take Heart, My Child, and there's a flower made of moons and there's like a tree that glows. And I like Mm. I was like sending you those inspiration pictures. And when you saw the tree in that picture, you're like, I got it. And then the next day, you like brought everything to the table. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I, I really do better with all the examples. I want all the things. Give it all to me. Well, I'm so excited that you came on here because I feel like everybody who has a personal brand should do one of these astro branding sessions and then get like a refresh or their stuff built out. Yeah. The more the merrier. Let's do it. Yeah. Because it's so fun. I don't know. It just was such an amazing process. I was like, it was like Christmas morning. I had just grabbed my lunch and I was about to eat. And you're like, I have your astro branding. I'm like in heaven on my deck, just listening to you because Alex sends like a video and goes through the whole thing and then you get like the PDF after. (laughs) But I think for people who are on a journey of self-awareness and self-growth, like putting any of these little pieces that come together, it just feels so rewarding to have someone put into words and into meaning like something you've been feeling, but it's just been slightly escaping your consciousness. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a lot of 
what you did for me in this on top of like confirming alignment with a lot of the colors and all of the things. It's all energy. And this is just a powerful aspect of the energetic branding that happens. Is there anything you want to share as we begin to wrap up? All of Alex's info will be below. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to reach out for branding or even a website, I did your website too, Molly, which God, that's like a whole nother conversation. But you can do the Astro branding either by itself or you can include that in a more like bundled package where we do visuals for you as well. It really depends on your needs and where you're at. So we can just have a conversation and figure that out. If it is something that's feeling like you're interested in, I'm always open to having a conversation and seeing how we can figure it out. Well, I'm super excited. This is such a special experience. And I feel like that's what you should give yourself when you're developing your personal brand. Just my O2 sense. And you and I need to like explore more. We open the possibilities. I like lean into the energy branding stuff too. Yes, I would love. Yeah, we have to figure that out further. So stay tuned. No, you will hear more. I just don't. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for being here. And for those of you who you know someone whose essence is not reflected in their branding, please share this with them. <laughs> or if you're someone who we you all want know to, one person. That I know you, I'm probably many, but like share this and also just share with people who, who do have a personal brand because it's just such an amazing, amazing way of dialing into your unique essence and plugging it into your brand and I think especially like energy, the energy sensitive entrepreneurs, this is like, you got to do this. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Alex. And we will talk to you next time. 